What's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ Shard Dangerous. And I am your boy, DJ Big Bopper. We're back with episode two. Yeah, we made it to episode two. Congrats to us. That's right. You're now listening to the wave of the planet. Because we have a name now. <laughs> we, f- we filmed the first one, filmed, recorded the first one like, what, like two weeks ago or so? Yeah, and something then, like that. And then we just got it posted. But this one's posted on Wednesday and we have so much to talk about. But there's some stuff that me and Bob want to bring into the podcast. So uh, the first thing that we want to do is called Song of the Week. Every week we're going to have... Uh, we're each going to have our own separate song of the week that we've either been feeling or want to highlight or do whatever. So uh, what's your song, Bob? My song for this week is going to be, just because it's been in my head all week and I've been listening to it nonstop, is probably going to be Patty Cake by Kodak Black. I love this song. I, If you heard the first podcast, you know that he's all about the beats. I'm all about the lyrics. <laughs> the lyrics to the song are stupid. They're stupid. This song has no meaning. I should hate it. The beat is so catchy. I love it. I agree. Uh, you know, the lyrics are pretty bad. Like, it just doesn't really make any <laughs> sense. But, man, it sounds good. It sounds really good. I like the sound of it. I like it. Everything. The beats. Just the... Kind of how his um, voice goes in with the beat and just how it sounds. Just it really sounds really good to me. But, like I said, like, it doesn't... Lyrically, it doesn't sound good at all, but... It doesn't make any... <laughs> like, it's just like... I'm so on It's just like... Durr, durr, but My it, whip from Germany. And you're not cooler <laughs> than LL Cool J. You're not. But, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just catchy. And then... So, mine is actually going to be, like... I don't know if he'd call it on the opposite end of the spectrum. I guess it's a rock song. Rock pop-ish. I don't know. It's by the Aces. It's called Bad Love. And uh, you probably never heard it. But... I don't know. I like I like the beat to it, but I really like the words too. I I don't know. It's just like a good like when I'm driving down the street, I like to listen to it with my windows down and just like jamming out and I don't know, it's a good it's a good song. So, check those two songs out this week. Maybe me and Bob will introduce you to new music. Sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes it's not, but you know. And see, well, I was really in between either Patty Cake and then I was also in between doing Rollin' Peace. I ended up with Patty Cake over Rolling Peace because I figured we can just talk about because who collabs on that with him is XXX Tentacion. R.I.P. Who, uh, as we all know, has been shot and killed down in Florida this past week. Well, what really got me from all this is that there was this nurse and she had posted about or she had posted about it. And I'm going I'm to read a little bit of what what she said. Um, and she said that for those who are not aware yet, the rapper XXX Tentacion was fatally or was fatally shot and killed today in Florida. And now I'm not about to sit here and act like I was a super fan and uh, knew all the lyrics to his songs, but I do have a problem with how the rapper passed away. Personally, my agitation comes from being a nurse. Allegedly, the rapper was robbed and then shot in his vehicle with numerous witnesses around the scene. Everyone on the scene was capturing the moment on their phones, recording videos, zooming in on his face and lifeless body, creating captions on Snapchat for the videos, etc. And yet nobody except for one person checked that man's pulse. Nobody checked to see where the bullet hit the man. Nobody determined where it was to be able to see if he needed life-saving measures or if they could have even been taking. Nobody investigated, but instead of captured the moment. And um, it's coming from a nurse who thought that there was a chance that he could have been saved if somebody had checked on him and just seen if they could have done something to help save his life. I, I believe that uh, last podcast, remember I was telling you about how I went to that concert mm-hmm. and they were talking about... Um, they were like, you know, put your phones away and like be in the moment. 
that's as soon as something happens, people grab, they pick up their phones mm-hmm. and they get out their phones oh. and like, that's the thing. Like, this is such a serious thing. Like, such a big like, things happen every day. Things happen all the time. And people are like, oh, let me pick up my phone. Let me post this. Let me post that. Go help him. Yeah, no, it definitely save him. Like, literally, CPR could have saved his life. It definitely is like having phones and in our digital age is really kind of um kind of taking us away from the moment like we're not we live through our cameras anymore now like we don't try to live in it ourselves we're always taking videos and pictures of or we're just recording things like when i go to when i go to a concert i try to just you know take one picture real quick get it done with because i want to live in that moment i want to see that because i mean honestly let's be honest nobody cares yeah Uh, nobody wants to see 20 snapchats of you at a concert nobody yeah. cares <laughs> like you're there to be there like you can take a picture i was there you can take a mm-hmm. video this is from there but like you're there to be there if i wanted to be there i'd be there or if i wanted to watch it i could go watch a youtube video be in the moment mm-hmm. but like this is so like and you know a lot of rappers and stuff have come out and talked about you know r.i.p he had so much potential this and that and you know you can't discredit that um he was so young you know, I know he did, um, you know, when we talked about last time on uh, Spotify, we talked mm-hmm. about how Spotify was taking his music down because of the charges that were against him. And um, a lot of, I've seen a lot of, like, stuff on Twitter, especially, talking about, like, I don't know, not necessarily glorify his death because, you know, basically he didn't have the best track record. Mm-hmm. Um, but to instead, like, not trash him, but to do something good about it, I've seen... Um, someone have a GoFundMe for his baby's mother's um, eye surgery because that was one of the domestic violence surges he had against him where he mm-hmm. beat her up um, and she's going to need surgery, corrective surgery to fix her eye. Um, and so, you know, I don't want to trash or bash him, you know, rest in peace, uh, roll in peace as Kodak Black would say. True that. But um, I, I don't know. This is, It is a tragedy though. Like I don't, we don't know why. The police reports have said it was just random. It wasn't like he was targeted. However, I mean, going off of the video that he had released prior to all yeah. this, uh, it makes me kind of think it's a little iffy on that point. Uh, when when rappers and celebrities like this die, that's not random. That's not somebody randomly holding a gun out their window shooting and like, oh, I didn't know that was him. Mm-hmm. And especially, yeah, watching that video, he knew. I feel like, I don't know if there was a hit out on him, but he definitely knew that something was up. He literally said, you know, if I die today or I feel like I'm going to die soon, like he knew. Yeah. And I mean, who knows what he he'd been doing that lead up to this? Who knows what all he's been doing in his life? Other, It's like all I really know is like his music and then his domestic violence uh, charges and then different things that clouded his past. But other than that, I don't really know what would what he's been going on to where he could have done something to piss somebody off or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, me neither. You know, those are just facts we don't know right now. But, um, I mean, RIP. And uh, move on to something a little bit happier. <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it happy, but I have faith. I've had so much faith, and I was right. I was right, I was right, I was right. I'm upset. Let's talk about it for a second. Okay. Because um, I was right. <laughs> I knew it wasn't over. Now, I'm Upset isn't really a diss track. And what Drake did was basically came up with a song. He 
takes a couple shots at Pusha T, but he's kind of moving past it. He's like, mm. whatever. Like, if you won, you won. It's over. But I got new music coming out. And, like, some of the lyrics reference Pusha T and some of the allegations he had, you know, that Pusha mm-hmm. T made against him. But the rest of it was just, like, I and I think he did a good job, was just a distraction. He's moving past it. He's like, whatever. Okay, you know, that was a rap beef. I'm done with that. Like, you win, I win, I don't care. I'm done with that. I'm moving on to something else. And, like, when the song came out, you're like, okay, Drake, if this is, you know, this is your diss track back, it's not, like, super hot, but, okay, you made some shots. Well, see, that's going off of where they were all saying a week ago that it was all over, and then he just recently released this song. I think he is moving past it. I think whatever was the issue, they've kind of, like, settled it off screen or whatever, and they dealt with it. And this, this is him trying to get over that. Yeah. definitely be like hey guys like that's cool and all but i got a new song yeah i feel like i feel like they probably did settle it off screen because after i'm upset came out Pusha T, I i don't i haven't seen a statement from him so mm-hmm. i don't know if he like said something behind the scenes or was like that was weak but whatever i'm done with it but we need to talk about this music video because i've been watching degrassi since i was 10 which is probably too young but I, that was when i started watching degrassi Oh my gosh. He literally, so in this music video, he wakes up with this woman on a bed in the middle of the Toronto Raptors stadium. Like he, okay. So then he wakes up, he has his high school class reunion later on that day and he meets up with his boy Spinner. Spinner was his best friend in Degrassi. And so you're like, okay, cool. Like a Spinner cameo. This will, this is good. Like, okay, wow. I didn't expect that. And then you see like Paige get out of a car to like meet up with him and then you see it's at Degrassi High School and it's literally just like a high school reunion of almost everybody that was on that show with him and I was like oh like it was such a nostalgia moment that like I I forgot about the beef I didn't care anymore like I'm past it too I don't care I might be a little biased because I do like Drake but like I'm past that but my favorite part was because I don't know if you've ever seen Degrassi in the show he plays a guy who really likes to rap and um, and dance and play. He's really good at basketball. And he gets shot in the back by a kid named Rick. And um, so he, like, for the music video, he brought Rick back. And he has his new homeboys are, like, running after Rick, <laughs> like, trying to get beat him down. And it was just funny to me. It was just so funny. Like, it was a funny nostalgia moment. And then, like, at the end, he even had, like, the characters, like, now and then, then, then in Degrassi. And I don't know. I loved it. As a Degrassi fan, I loved it. As a Drake fan, I loved it. And I feel like he did, like, what he was trying. Like, he was just trying to distract us from mm-hmm. the beef. And, like, it's over. I'm moving on. This is what I'm doing now. And, I mean, it worked for me. Well, see, I've never, I've never personally, I've never seen Degrassi. But I have heard a lot of good things. I know it uh, talks about a lot of real <laughs> situations like in your life yeah for sure it was ahead of its time and um i didn't even know that drake well i knew a little bit of that drake came off of that show but i didn't know how much of meaning that had to him yeah of course with his like beginning of his career and everything and that's where he got his start like mm -hmm. he started becoming a rapper on that show and like see the thing yeah it's reversed for me because like you didn't know that Drake had came from that show. Mm. I didn't know that the kid from that show was Drake. Like, <laughs> because his name was Jimmy. His name was Aubrey Graham, the actor. Yeah. And so then um, I was listening to a Drake song and I was like, wow, this kid looks familiar. Like, he was on Degrassi. He used to have a little afro. And then, like, 
this looks just like Jimmy. He was in a wheelchair. And I don't know why, but I guess, like, I really thought he was in a wheelchair. But I looked it up one day, and I was like, Aubrey Drake Graham, that's, holy crap, that's Drake. I don't know. It kind of goes back with the whole childish Cambino thing we were talking about <laughs> yeah, last. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You just don't know that these are the same people. And I was just like, oh, it's kind of funny because you don't really think of, when you think of, like, rapping and singing and whatnot and music, you don't really think about movies tv and yeah but like a lot of stars that's how they'll get their start not all of them are successful but like um like hillary duff when she was on um miley cyrus miley yeah and miley cyrus and she was on hannah montana and then finished that and that spun off into a career Mm -hmm. so i mean a lot of them get their start that way then we got our boy drake bell he never really (laughs) Yeah, what about our boy Drake Bell? He never really made it off. Do you remember when him and um, Josh Peck had beef Mm -hmm. for a hot second because he didn't get an invite to the wedding? wedding. Yeah. (laughs) Which, okay, speaking of Drake and Josh, apparently I heard um, that they were tearing down that house. Yeah. And that really... So I saw um, a video because Josh Peck is like good friends with David Dobrik. And Mm -hmm. I, I watch some of his videos sometimes. But, um, like, he started off being, like, a super fan, and they met and became really good friends. And so he, like, took him to the house, and he was like, you know, they're tearing it down, right? And Josh Peck was like, I know who done who did it. And he's like, Megan. Megan. <laughs> exactly. Dude, what killed me is that one time they went out there, and um, they had a video, and they were showing, because it was for sale at one point. Yeah. And it had, like, yeah, it was, like, six bedrooms, three baths. He's like, there were six bedrooms in there? There's a <laughs> tennis court? <laughs> Yeah, like, wait, why were we why were we rooming together in the attic? There's six bedrooms. Exactly. The heck, mom and dad. Walter. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good show. But yeah, like a lot of um a lot of stars get their uh they got their start from music. So mm. I also think that it was good. Um Degrassi is kinda still on the air, I guess. Um I think it's a Netflix show now. Oh, is it? And it's oh. a lot different than what it started as, but it's always been like pretty progressive for the most part. Um and so I think that it was really cool, like, as a fan watching that, but mm-hmm. also, like, him paying homage to his start and, like, where he started off. Like, because he never really mentioned it. And so people kind of didn't really know, like, how he felt about it. But, like, this was kind of cool, like, him paying homage to where he got his start from and, like, having them back and everything. And, like, Jay and Silent Bob were in it because they were in a couple episodes. Um, Which, again, I had no idea. Yeah, his principal on the show, like, bought weed from Jay and Silent Bob in the music video. It was, I don't know, it was just funny to me, but it was really cool and really, like, nostalgic. It, like, threw me back. And it was a very good song. It was very well put together. And then, like I said, it kind of pulled you away from everything that had been happening. And it was just like, here we go. We got new music. You know, forget about what's happened. Just listen to this. Yeah. You know? And, like, he threw a couple shots in there. He, you know? I think he finished it up. Yeah, I think, yeah. I feel like that was a, the beef kind of needed to be over. Like we said, it had been going on for so long that, like, it kind of just needed to be done and over with. And I feel like this capped it off. This closed it up. Mm-hmm. I I really do think that they had stuff, like, behind the scenes where they were, like, you know, we're going to squash this or whatever. Like, they like they definitely weren't just communicating through the music. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like the, the song was a, was a great end. was a great cap to it. So I agree. Um. <clears throat> And then not only that, but you had a, another prediction that you had last show talking about the Golden State Warriors. Yes, I did. So, God, I really hate saying that I'm right, said no woman ever. Um, but I was <laughs> right as well. So we filmed that a couple weeks ago. 
Um, I think game three was that night, right? Yeah. And so the Warriors won game three, and I was like, wow, okay, they're going to, like... You're like, if they win tonight, it is over, they're going to win. Yeah, I was like, if they win tonight, it's over, they're going to sweep, like... It, it, there's a possibility that that won't happen because it's LeBron, but like I feel my, strongly in my heart of hearts that if they win tonight, it's over. Well, they won that night, and then they swept. And I was like, no way. See, this goes off of what I was saying was, out of the Rockets and Golden State Warriors, whoever win that, I said, whoever wins this is going to end up he winning. He did. He did say that. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I, I feel that. I feel that. And I was like, you know, just for the Texas homage, like I, I'm, I'm a Mavericks fan, I'm a Spurs fan, I'm a Raptors fan, but... You know, just for the Texas helmets, yeah, I'm going to root for um, the Rockets, but I'm, I'm a Golden State fan, too. But, and so I was like, you know, you're right. Like, I'll accept that answer. Whoever wins, wins. But whoever, I mean, man, uh, I hope the Rockets get LeBron. I don't. I No, no, no. I don't not hope. I just don't know that that's going to happen. Because, see, the thing is, I feel like LeBron, he is the kind of player that, like, I don't think that he had a team built around him. Mm-hmm. Like, he could really go anywhere and shine because he's LeBron. But the thing is, I don't know who's going to want to play with him now. See, that would be my fear. I was like, I don't know if Harden could, and him could get along. This is my biggest issue. Yeah, honestly. Like, yeah, like actual like player chemistry get along. And then, like, playing styles. Because I don't think LeBron's a super ball hog, but he's definitely an alpha. He definitely mm-hmm. is, like, going to go out there and attack every single time. Yeah. And, like... There's some players who aren't going to want to, even though, like, they're going to want to bring a championship to their team, they're not going to want to play with him just because, like, they're not going to want to share the court. Mm-hmm. And so. Well, I don't know. He's a, he's a great athlete wherever he goes. I'm sure he'll find success. But I'm from Houston, so please come to Houston, play for the Rockets, get us a win. Give us a W. We need one. <laughs> w. Think well, we're, we're the only or we're the only Texas team that doesn't hasn't won a championship, have we? Um, the Mavericks got it, and then the the Spurs so, got one, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. But at least, I mean, at least the Astros are doing well. So hey. <laughs> <laughs> the Rangers aren't doing too bad either. I did go to that Rangers game, by the way, and they did win. See, <laughs> that I was went, weeks ago. But. I went to the Rangers Astros game, and the Astros ended up winning. Yeah. So yeah. Well, okay. Hopefully, we can get another World Series. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, back to back, back to back. Every MLB game that I've gone to, the team that I'm rooting for is one. So, like, I went to, um, like I said, in the last one, I'm weirdly a Toronto fan. Mm-hmm. And so we, um, I took my roommate for a birthday. We went to go see the Maple Leafs play. I say the Maple Leafs, but the Rangers and the Maple Leafs play. And the Maple Leafs won that game. And then we went to go see, um, I think it was the A's. Yeah, it was the Rangers and the A's play. And I was cheering for the Rangers, and they won that one. And then I'll be going to a game in a couple weeks. Uh, for my well before the day before my birthday, um, and I think they're playing the White Sox, so we'll see. Um, okay, let me throw out a curveball about LeBron. Okay, the Lakers. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, man, I don't know. I haven't seen the Lakers. Really, haven't been much of a powerhouse for I don't know, a couple of years since now. Kobe left. Let's yeah. be honest. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I think that they wanted to bring in Lonzo, and they were like. This kid's going to do amazing. And I'm not discrediting his freshman season because he had a really good freshman season. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't think he had the impact that he wanted. I See, this is weird. I think LeBron will go to the Lakers because I think that Magic's going to take him and he's going to try and get LeBron to train Lonzo. I mean, honestly, that would be a good, like, teaching thing for Mm -hmm. him. LeVar, because LeVar Ball is insane. 
He's nuts. He's a good businessman for sure. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I guess at the end of the day, he really is trying to just, you know, do what's best for his kids. But I think that, like, I, and that's not even that I want to see LeBron go to the Lakers, but I think it makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think it would make sense for him to go there because I know LeVar Ball is trying to get all his kids on the Lakers. Um, The youngest one, LaMelo, he's doing, well, LaMelo and LiAngelo, they're both uh, playing ball, I think, in Lithuania. They're both playing ball overseas. He literally, LeVar Ball bought a team. Like, they're doing so well, but he knew that they weren't ready for the NBA yet. Yeah. And LaMelo, I don't think he even graduated high school. Hey, well, I mean, so, it shows your commitment to your sport. You know? Yeah, I mean, for sure. But um, I think I think it would be a good teaching moment for uh, LeBron. Like I said in the last one, he's still got gas left in his tank. But I want to say, realistically, I'd give him, like, four more years. Well, I mean, he's getting kind of old well and he's been in the league for so long like i want to say that he came right out of high school well it does put a lot of stress on your body for that long of time too yeah so, for sure it'll definitely be but while we're talking about sports i mean another the biggest upset in soccer would be mexico beating germany <laughs> so um i'm not a huge 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 soccer fan but i'll watch it Mm-hmm. If it's on, I really want to start getting into it. And I know that the World Cup is happening. And like everyone I saw, the favorite thing I saw was like this meme. And it was like a German shepherd and like a, a German soccer uniform. Yeah. And then a Chihuahua and a Mexican <laughs> soccer uniform. And it was like the Mexico team they expected to show up. And it was just like the Chihuahua being cute. And then it was like the one that did. And it was looking all feisty. And I was like, Okay. All right, internet. You won today. Man, uh, it was, it's a huge upset. I mean, um, we had Lozano made that early goal, and Germany just never was able to answer, and it ended up shocking the world. Mexico won. It was insane. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, the fans in Mexico made the earth quake. They were so loud. Literally, though, that's not an exaggeration. They literally made the earth quake. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they broke records for the loudest uh, sporting event ever. I think so. Sure, But that was it. It was just... It's crazy. All the sports going on right now. It's got a bunch of upsets, a bunch of different things to come. We'll see how that goes. I'm not a huge soccer fan either, but I do pay attention to World Cups because I like to... One of these days, I like to see the uh, U.S. men's team win. I believe our female team has won, but yeah. not the men's. I'm not going to throw it out there that sometimes our female teams are better than the men's ones. But what I am going to throw out there is that women's uh, Olympic gold hockey medal from the year. From from this year. So I'm, I'm just going to throw that one out there. Yeah. But um, just to give you a heads up on the standings, there's uh, like four, five, six, a bunch of different groups. Um and so, just to give you, like, group A and B's standings right now, Russia's in first place, Uruguay is in second, Egypt's in third, Saudi Arabia's in fourth, and then group B, Portugal's in first, Iran's in second, Spain is in third, and Morocco's in fourth. Um, <clears throat> so, that's just, that's just group A and B, um, but they're doing the best so far with the most points. And Imagine uh, Russia winning its own, or winning the World Cup in its own stadium in Russia. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> I love I love the Olympics, and I love, uh, I don't, how would you say it? Wor- not world sports, national sports, but just like. International sports. International sports, like sports that bring the whole world together. And I'm super excited. I really want to go. They're bringing, um, what is it? They're bringing, is it the World Cup to Canada? 
I'm hmm, I'm not sure. I know we're supposed to have the Olympics in the next round. I want to say we're supposed to have the Olympics in America again. Um, I hold on. I think that's in Atlanta. And I will definitely be going to that. I'll be old enough. To um, if it's in America, I will be at the Olympics. It'll be amazing. I think we'll see in 2024. Wait, in 2020, they're going to be in Argentina. And then the 2024 in L.A., right? Um. Yes. Okay. Wait, no, no, no. No, no, no. They're 2028. Yes. So Paris is 2024, and then L.A. is 2028. By then, what will be? 10 years from now. 30. I'll almost be 31. I'm going. I will be. Um, I'll take my kids if I have one by then. If it's 10 <laughs> years from now, then what, how old would I be? 29? 74. <laughs> you will not be 29. You are not 19 years old, Bob. You don't know that. Um, but I yeah, do I know that. You're definitely, older than me. I would be definitely. I mean, even if it's expensive, I feel like it's on my bucket list to go to the Olympics at least one time in my life. And well, see, since it's an America, why, why not? You know? Yeah, because it's almost, it's not like a once in a lifetime thing, but it's definitely once in a decade. Like it doesn't happen in the US all that often. Mm-hmm. The Summer Olympics happen in the US um in 1996, which was the year before I was born, and then um in 1984, years uh 12 years before that. Mm-hmm. But um then the Winter Olympics were in Utah. The Winter Olympics can only be, you know, up north and stuff, so Colorado utah stuff like that maybe minnesota but um yeah the summer olympics are going to be in la and that's going to be really exciting um always love that because it it brings a lot of like tourism here um but it also brings and it brings a lot of culture too so Mm -hmm. i'm really because you got people from all over the world now yeah yeah it's awesome and i mean that's kind of how america is in general there's people all over the world yeah la's got its own kind of culture so that'll be interesting um i don't know how many like stadiums and things are going to have to build but you know we do have uh we do have teams out of LA mm-hmm. so i think for the most part people will probably complain about the traffic well they're but... probably going to have to make build some facilities but for the most part we already have the infrastructure here so it shouldn't be too bad yeah i think that uh for the most part i think it'll be it'll be a good good opportunity uh for America, good opportunity for tourism, stuff like that. So but, so we got the Olympics coming in 2028, and it's going to be coming out of L.A. But in 2018, we got um, Smoke Perk coming out of Miami, and that's yeah. on our part of our 2018 uh, XXL list of the freshman class. Fort Lauderdale, we got Ski Mask, Slump God. We got Miami Lil Pump, Miami's Lil Smoke Pump. Perk, Atlanta's J.I.D., London's Stefflon Don. Memphis Black Boy JB, Birmingham has uh, YBM Namir. Yeah. West Palm Beach, Florida, has got Wi-Fi's funeral, and uh, Canton, Ohio, has Trippy Red. I think, like a couple of those names will sound familiar, um, for sure. Like, you know, Smoke Perp, J Boy Block B, because you know we just had that song with Drake. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you didn't know about him before, then you do now. Um, Low pump, and then you know Trippy Red, of course. I didn't know much about Stefan Dawn. Did you know um, a lot about her? Well, see, I originally didn't because like she's from London, mm-hmm. so I I don't really listen to that London rap all that much. Yeah, um, <laughs> skibbity pop pop. <laughs> yeah, you go back to um, <laughs> men's, men's not, not hot. hot. <laughs> so, but she definitely has a unique sound to her because she's Jamaican descent. She was born in um, London. 
So she has a really interesting, not only her accent is interesting, but she also brings that's the more reggae sound as well into her music. The, one of the songs that really stood out when I was listening to her, it was 16 Shots. Mm-hmm. And I, it was put together really well. It sounded really good. It had that reggae vibe. It had this more industrial London style to it. And her accent makes it really interesting. And, and it really sounded, it sounded really good. And I can see why she is on this list because it did sound really good. I liked the production of it. I liked just how she can bring in these different sounds together. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you think of Jamaica, you wouldn't really pair that with London. Yeah. So to see these two um, cultures um, come together into her music is really, really nice, I think. I think it has a really good sound to it, and you should check it out. 16 Shots by Stefan Don. To me, um, when I was, like, thinking about it, I kind of started to think about Nicki Minaj a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know, she is a female rapper. Oh, um, oh that's Cardi B. Oh, but, well, even, okay, so even Cardi B, though, like, they're female rappers who are most of the time from different countries. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think... That because her music, of course, it has that trinid that that feel now. Nicki Minaj had a Trinidadian feel when she first started. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's gonna change over time? Well, it really depends because if she still stays in London and that's where she does most of her music, she's probably gonna retain that sound. But I mean, if she were to come to America and hang out here and do her music here, she might take the other influences from whatever town she's in. You know. Yeah, so what you're saying is music is influential from everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Like, music is just um, what you, how you interpret the world around you and what's going on in your life and everything that's going on. So you would take these um, external stimuli, would change your music. Like, wherever you're at, like, if you've noticed, we got rap from, like, Houston rap, L.A. rap, New York rap, Chicago. They all sound different. They all have their own uniqueness to it well they're, it's all part of the same overall genre they all have their different takes on it and they have their different sounds to it they have their different styles of rapping the different styles of producing the music and the different styles of it all so i feel like if she stays where she's at now in london she'll retain that london um reggae vibe industrial sound she has but i feel like if she were to um come here, come to Chicago, come to New York or something. I think that while she would retain some of that that she started with, she would get this new new sound and new mix because she has other um, she has other stimulus to put into her music. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that having it's really important, especially in music, to like not forget where you come from because a lot of the times that's what influences you. Mm-hmm. So like um I think, like, so we talked about, not really talked about, but just, like, skirted on that Chun-Li had dropped Mm -hmm. recently. And, like, that song, I wouldn't say that there's Trinidadian influences from that song. But I think that, is Trinidadian a word? It is now. (laughs) (laughs) It is now if it wasn't before. Um, But I think that um, that song doesn't, it won't have those influences, but it's got, um, to me, it sounds kind of Japanese. And, like, so I think that there's... Even, I think being an artist from a different country gives you a different perspective um, or a different descent gives you a different perspective and it makes you want to make more cultural music like in a different way, you know? Mm-hmm. It is a word? Yeah, it Sweet. is. Sweet. Look at me. I'm smart, y'all. Based off the people of Trinidad, it, or the, native yeah. of Trinidad is 
Trinidadian. Sweet. That means I'm smart. So, um, also, well, I don't, I'm pretty sure you saw, um, Beyonce and Jay-Z dropped a joint album. Mm-hmm. Just did it. Still waiting on Eminem's and... <laughs> Eminem and Nicki Minaj. We, we have to wait for them to become a power couple first. Yeah, you're right. Um, I haven't listened to it yet. I've heard that the reports, I, I've heard that it's good. Um, some of my funny, like, I love the internet. And so, like, um, and Twitter, I'm always on Twitter. And so, like, I've seen people, they're like, when Beyonce drops new music, but you have to listen to Jay-Z, too. Well, see, the last time I even heard of a song that, well, I guess Jay-Z wasn't really in it, but the last song I even heard of that had Beyonce and was anything with Jay-Z would be Lemonade. And yeah. So, I, I I mean, and that was, what, four years ago? Yeah, Lemonade was a while ago, and um, let me see. Before that... Um, I don't want to say it goes back to Bonnie and Clyde, but it might. And that was a while ago, too. And like I said, I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't had a chance to. Um, but I know that Ape, I can't even say the last part of it. Ape. The yeah, Carters. Yeah. From yeah from the Carters. Um, that song, and the, well, the music video itself, just the music video, has been out for three days. Four days now. It came out on the 16th, and it's already got 23 million views. Okay, okay. So, like, if people really don't mind, you know, listening to Jay-Z if they can get their Beyonce in, too. <laughs> so, that seems to be doing well. Um, and it wasn't even like they just, like, they didn't just drop a song. They dropped the whole album. So, like I said, I haven't been able to listen to it yet. Um, I think it's exclusively on Tidal. So, go ahead and check that oh, isn't out. Wasn't that Jay-Z's, um, yeah. his own personal Yeah, and that's platform? where... Yeah, that's where Lemonade dropped, too. Okay, yeah. So she's supporting her man. See, I for, yeah, I forgot. I forgot that he had his own uh, music platform. That That's where he uh, has all his music on. I totally forgot about all that. Now, see, okay, so what are you, um, what, what do you listen to? When you're listening to music, what platforms do you use? What platforms do I use personally other than YouTube? Because YouTube, if you can get past the ads, which is hard. <laughs> Or if you have YouTube Red, you can just listen to it. But everything. I'm not going to pay for that. Well, I um, see, I have Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So, uh, funny thing is, the Amazon keeps adding things to it. So, they have this thing that's called Amazon Music now. Oh. And so, not, it has radios built in, podcasts built in. I can listen to any kind of podcast. I believe our podcast is on that. But I can download all kinds of music straight to my phone from it. Hmm. So, I kind of. Typically, if I'm going to listen to music, I usually I usually use that because there's no ads. It comes with my Amazon Prime, so it's paid. I mean, I already paid for it, so why not use it kind of deal? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I can download the songs to it. I can listen to podcasts. I can listen to live radio. I can listen to, like, internet radios. So if I do a platform, I probably am going to do Amazon Prime. If I'm on my computer, then I use YouTube, but that's because I have ad blocker, which blocks all ads. So I don't got to worry about ads. Well, I have Amazon Prime, but I don't, I'm the worst because like I have a student discount and everything, but I don't use it. The only thing I use it for is like ordering stuff. So like it'll send me, I'll like, I'll get emails every week about new videos and stuff. And like some of them are shows that I'd be interested in. I just don't watch them. Well, see, originally I got Amazon because back when it was just buying and selling and I was kind of using it kind of like I used eBay, but you had to have a Prime account to sell on it. So I ended up getting it. And then four years later, um, 
I have free Amazon Prime videos. I have Amazon Prime Music. I have Amazon Prime books through their Kindle store. And I'm just like, what? Does, so that, does that cost any extra? You're just paying no, for Amazon Prime? No, it's a part of Amazon Prime. So I, I've started, I instead of Netflix, I use Amazon Prime. And then for all of my music is Amazon Prime Music because I can get all that music. And then, of course, you know, they're not censored like how Spotify was doing their spence or their um, censoring, even though they had undone it as yeah. of June 1st. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about. So, you know, Triple X is gone. Mm-hmm. And they took they originally took his music off. And, you know, I they like they rolled back the policy before he passed away. But now, you know how Spotify has like all these different playlists and stuff. Now yeah. they have a this is XXX Tentacion uh, playlist. And I just think that that's like not funny, but you know what I mean? Like you guys literally just took his music off because of your like hateful conduct policy. And now you're highlighting him as an artist. And I'm not saying they don't need to highlight him as an artist because he's an artist, you know, but I just think that. We talked about it last time how they reacted and not responded. Mm-hmm. Um, do yeah. you think that was part of the Me Too movement? Um, I think it's more of them just trying to save face, you know? They oh, just you think didn't, so? Yeah, I, I think it was how their company was set up. They just didn't want to be associated with when it when it gets bring, brought up to them that they are having all this hateful music and whatnot. And I, I think this also has to do with like we had also talked about how Scotland is um, banning rap off of YouTube and whatnot yeah. because it incites violence, they think. And so I think that's also what happened with the like, because we've had a lot of these school shootings and whatnot. And I think yeah. that's kind of like, like we had talked about how with um, like Columbine was Marilyn Manson and yeah. all that. So I think that they were trying to like pull back on that, you know, with everything that's happening. And I think it's a lot of, lot more political um, is sure. what they're going for. They're just trying to save face. I of think it. everything is starting to get more political nowadays. Yeah, honestly. That's true. And I think, I just think they overdid it a little bit. And I think they realized that as well. Hence why they rolled it back in the beginning of June. While they're, they said they're um, bringing it back. They are working on something else something else so well i do i i think there are definitely ways they can do it um that but they shouldn't just censor everything because i don't think it should be censored um maybe you know age requirements on something like youtube you have to there's certain videos that you have to log in you have to be 18 and up 18 and up to watch yeah you have to log into your account um, so this is actually, I have their policy right here. So it says Spotify recently shared a new policy around hate, con- hate content and conduct. And while we believe our intentions were good, the language was too vague. We created confusion and concern and didn't spend enough time getting input from our own team and key partners before sharing new guidelines. <clears throat> it's important to note that our policy had two parts. The first part was related to promotional decisions in the rare cases of the most extreme artist controversies. As some have pointed out, this language was vague and left too many elements open to interpretation. We created concern that an allegation might affect artists' chance of landing on a Spotify playlist and negatively impact their future. Some artists even worried that mistakes made in their youth would be used against them. That's not what Spotify is about. We don't aim to play judge and jury. We aim to connect artists and fans, and Spotify playlists are 
a big part of how we do that. Our playlist editors are deeply rooted in their perspective cultures and their decisions focus on what music will positively resonate with their listeners. Mm -hmm. That can vary greatly from culture to culture and playlist to playlist. Across all genres, our role is not to regulate artists. Therefore, we are moving away from implementing a policy around artist conduct. So I think that pretty much that last sentence covers it there. Therefore, we're moving away from implementing a policy around artist conduct. I think that like they saw that things were going on. Um, this artist has allegations against them. We shouldn't play their music anymore. Well, allegations are just allegations. They're not proven. So let's roll back that policy and then, you know what, let's get rid of it. And that's what I was talking about last time, how they were, um, how I, while they were still, they might have done it, but you're not guilty until proven, yeah. or you're not guilty it, until proven guilty in a court of law. Yeah, so. innocent until proven guilty. That's still needs to be a thing that rings true today. And um, so I actually, uh, Spotify is where I get all my music from. Uh, that's where I, I think, when did I? So in high school, I went to a different high school. I'll explain that sometime later. But we had, um, we did everything electronically. So mm-hmm. we all had MacBooks. Um, and so I remember um, like yep. the first day that I downloaded Spotify on my Mac. And I've been listening to Spotify ever since then, literally since like, the fall of 2011 and so like i have so many playlists and stuff like that on spot mm-hmm. i literally had like 200 i went back and had to delete because some Lord. of them were just stupid but um spotify is what i've been listening to for years and years and i don't think that like this policy like changed how i viewed it um but i definitely think that they need to kind of decide what they're going to do see i definitely think they made the right decision to repeal what they had already implemented. Yeah. And I, I believe that right now they're going to sit down and they're going to think of a better way to do it. I think, like you said, they had they had um, reacted. Yeah, and not responded. So I think now they're like, hey, thinking about it, what are better ways to do this? And like I said, easy, easy way to do it is just have them age requirement on things to where you See, have to sign in you have to be this on like stuff that's super explicit yeah which i mean i i know you can easily just say yeah i'm 18 yeah but i mean it, yeah it's to save that it's something you know? in place yeah, it's, it's to it's save something. face basically um i think that like i personally kind of think not that it was a good idea but I saw what they were going with it, and I think that if they actually sit down and talk about it a little more mm-hmm. and kind of achieve what they want to do, it'll be a good idea. Because what I think they're really trying to get at is, like, artists who – you can boycott an artist all you want, but if you're able to stream them, they're still going to get the money they deserve. Yeah. So, basically, like, if an artist is accused of murder – I don't – so, example, I don't know what happened to Chris Brown, like – after um he i mean he got a lot of bad press yeah but like money wise i don't know what happened to him i don't know if he lost um a lot of money from his music and things like that but i think that that's kind of what they're trying to do is make sure okay uh if this artist gets in trouble for this or that number one we don't want to promote them Mm. for their you know bad actions and then uh number two we want to penalize them in a certain way which I don't see. That's the thing, though. I don't I see what they were trying to do. But at the same time, I feel like people should be able to make that choice. Well, also going under that, it also comes to the whole point that no press is bad press because you're like, yeah, we're banning him for this or that. But then people are like, what? People that have never even listened yeah. to it, it's like, well, what do you mean? And then they go and 
to another thing and they listen to it on another platform. I'm going to say something that might make Bob mad. So <laughs> there's a... I have an iPhone. I've always had... I don't know. I haven't always had an iPhone. I've had iPhone, my... I've had iPhones... Um, actually, I got pretty late in the game. It was probably like sophomore, jun- junior high school, maybe. Um, but I think it's so funny that the Samsung commercials now, they come out and they're like literally about people having iPhones and then switching to Samsung. And like, I get it, but it's so funny to me because no matter what, iPhone's getting press from that. Like, no matter what, like... You can you you're crap talking it. Okay, but the iPhones that started that first, you're, they're like our or your phone, and then it's like iPhone, and it's going through all this other things. It's well, like, yeah. Did your phone do that? Well, can we talk about how how do you remember when like things used to be subtle? Like okay, so like c- commercials about like phone carriers. Mm-hmm. They would be like those other guys. Now they just straight up. If it's a Verizon commercial, they'll straight up be like. AT&T, Sprint, like, list the other ones, like T-Mobile, and they'll straight up list them in the the data, and they'll be like, we're better than Sprint, we're better than AT&T. The best one out of those, I think, is the new Sprint ones, because they got the old (laughs) Verizon, can you hear me now guy, onto the Sprint, or onto Sprint, and he's like, and he does the, can you hear me now, he's like, I can hear you much better. Yeah, exactly. Better than that old company that I used to work for. You know that guy got paid so much, because you know that, like... They were paying him, like he had a lifetime deal with them. Like you're gonna get Sprint phones for the rest of your life. <laughs> Verizon was like, like now he, oh, he's set for life. I think it's so funny though watching those commercials, cause cause he'll reference his past too. Mm-hmm. And I think oh that's yeah, no, funny. he'll reference like how he used to be a Verizon, now he's a Sprint, and how much better Sprint is now than Verizon. Which I don't know. I have AT and T. Yeah, just... right. I have AT and T. So I mean, I don't really care. I have the occasional. Sometimes a tower gets hit up in Steamville, but other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm grandfathered in on the unlimited plan for like thirty bucks a month. So, right. You know, I've had it for ten years. I don't think I'm ever going to stop it. Exactly. My mom was like, or I told her, I said, um, in a couple of years, I'm thinking about like you know getting my own car insurance and getting my own phone plan and stuff. And she was like, honestly, it'll be cheaper if you want to stay online and just give me so and so a month. I was like, huh, yeah. okay. See, that's how I'm absolutely my because um, we have all we're grandfathered in on our. Our car insurance do uh, through State Farm. Where we have all these discounts that wouldn't be available if I were to go on by myself. Mm-hmm. So like right now, I have full coverage, which is like eighty bucks a month. But by myself, would be like two hundred, just because they have all yeah. these weird um, promotions that they just don't have anymore. And that that's how my phone bill is. It's thirty five dollars a month for unlimited everything on my phone. Yeah, and that's not bad at all. But um, we go back. You said you had like two hundred something or. Spotify playlists. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the funny thing is, definitely with my phone, um, I just have music on it. This SD card in my phone has been in the SD card of my very first phone. See, SD card? My phone doesn't have an SD card. Oof. It just all goes to the cloud Oof. if I set it up. But that's not a bad thing because like, oh, when no. I get a new one, just oh, log trust into me. the cloud. I mean, because I have cloud as well on this because I'm one of those people I'm very... Um, if I save something or project, anything, I want to be able to have it on multiple platforms. I want to be able to get it immediately, and I don't want to have to worry about losing it. Yeah. So it's on, like, everything. Um, but in the end, I have music, I guess, from I don't know, 2008 on my phone. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because I have, like, 2,200 2, different songs on my phone. Yeah. And then 
I'll put it on shuffle when I'm like in a car ride or something. It's it's a it is a trip. See, I've been doing that lately. So I have like I have all my other playlists and stuff, and then I have like one of just like all my songs that are saved. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know how. I wanted to see how long it is, but um, I like threw that on shuffle, and it goes all the way back to like the first song is from like 2011 when I first made mine. But it's nuts. But if you guys are looking, actually, for, like, music to listen to and stuff on Spotify, we do work at a radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, we do actually have a Spotify playlist. Sure do. So we'll include that link in the description of this podcast. So go check that one out. We're doing one for every month. I think um, there wasn't one for last month or the month before. But uh, this summer is um, a summer of consistency. So it's just it's me, Bop, and Jake here this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, only three of us to hold down the fort. Um but we're getting a lot of stuff done. We're getting a lot. Uh, we're getting more productive. We're getting more proactive. So um, we're getting a lot of stuff done at the station. But yeah, go ahead and check out that playlist. And we'll make sure to have a playlist updated so you have some new music to listen to. You know, absolutely. Got some new music in the system this week, so that was dope. This week was like play ke- playing catch up, but I got it done. So Friday will be a breeze. Heck yeah. And so, um, Posty Fest. Mm-hmm. So Post Malone has just announced that uh, he's going to basically um, he's going to have his own festival. And a lot of artists do this. So basically they'll have a bunch of different artists come with them. Um, and they're, of course, going to be like the main, you know, the main attraction. But um, they uh, he's announced Posty Fest um, and it's going to be the first of he wants it to be annually so it's going to be on october 28th in uh dallas at dosecki's pavilion mm-hmm. and if you didn't know post malone he actually is from texas he went to tcc uh, sure did he went to tcc around the time that uh chris went yeah and actually he's actually on one of their um their promotional videos i think for tcc <laughs> oh. i think he's in one of those and it's on a it's on a sunday is that right mm-hmm. Ooh. I, I don't care. I'm still going to go. But we were talking about who do we think is going to be playing there. I personally believe Post Malone is going to be there. Yeah. I was like, are you sure? I'm not. I don't know about that one. I don't know. I don't know if Post Malone will show up. Maybe. But I do think that 21 Savage will be there. I mean, he's touring with uh, he's touring with him right now. So I think it's a safe bet to say 21 Savage was is going to be at posty fest as well well see i don't know about post malone but i think austin post will be there uh, austin richard austin richard post i oh, think okay. he might make an appearance um <laughs> i think <laughs> if you guys don't know that's a that's a cardi b joke because that is post malone's real name um i think <laughs> lil pump i think lil pump will show up i can see lil pump uh kodak black yes kodak i think kodak black will be there because you know his whip is from germany <laughs> And he thinks he's cooler than LL Cool J, but that's not true. No one is. Um, but yeah, I think Ty Dolla Sign will show up. Um, I really think that he's going to try and have uh, just a lot of the people who he works with. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing is, so he said, it's funny. He goes, it's going to get, it's going to get, we're going to get so effing weird. So I honestly, curveball, I really think he might have a country act there. Mm-hmm. I feel like Willie Nelson. He'd be like, Willie, will you come to my fest? Or get some crazy like riffraff there. 
Riff Raff is coming to Stephenville. Yes, it's also in August, so it'll be in the area. Yeah, no, 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 I'm going, 100%. I'm going to interview Riff Raff. I'm going to do it. It's going to be a great time. I'm going to be there, and I hope I'm part of that interview because... Oh, you will be. I'm from Houston. It'll be an interview for the podcast. You guys will hear it too, so... I love Houston rap, so Riff Raff is a Houston rapper. But, you know, I would like to see Lil Dicky there. I think Lil Dicky would be oh. there. Yeah. I would love to see Lil Dicky. I've never so I've never seen Lil Dicky live, but I would love to just cuz I think it's funny cuz I used to listen to Lil Dicky in high school. See, like I've never seen him live, but I heard it's a great show. I feel yeah, I feel like he's one of those like that would actually like put a good experience for you. I don't remember if I talked about it in the last one, but um I haven't I wouldn't call myself like I don't go to a lot, a lot of concerts, but um, recently I've gone to more. And one of my, I talked about that 1975 concert, Mm -hmm. but one of my favorite concerts was AJR. And that's just like a, I don't know what you'd call them. Maybe a, maybe pop, maybe rockish group. They're kind of synthish. Pop rock. Um, That was one of the best concerts I've ever been to just because it was actually the best I've ever been to. Um, And I mean, they're not even as big as some of the other people I've been to, but it's um i love the like it's all about for me the performance that they put on Mm -hmm. and that was awesome so i feel like post malone himself is saying it's gonna get effing weird so it's gonna be an experience for sure ah man i hope i i'm really i wonder when he's gonna drop the set list who's gonna be playing there i really want to know i want to see if i'm right i want little dicky to be there i hope he is there oh we said kodak kodak black little dicky 21 savage little punk the pump, uh, maybe riffraff. Maybe, maybe riffraff. I think, I think he would have wanted Triple X to be there. Honestly, Triple X. Yeah, maybe. I could see, man, Cardi. Cardi. I could see Cardi. Oh, Cardi. oh God. I think. Um, what about SZA? It's possible. It's just so. It's just so hard to like think about because Post Malone is not like. He doesn't really super like hip hop no, and rap well, like he's, he's a country a dude he's more yeah but his he likes his country hip hop's a lot more pop than anything to be honest yeah i mean it's good music it, I, I mostly connect to a lot of his songs and i feel them on a spiritual oh. level i get that okay you know what um do a post malone song of the week hmm? i know we already oh. did a song of the week but do a post malone song of the week because i got one too until post mm-hmm. <laughs> i fall apart <laughs> Bob, no, who hurt you? <laughs> no, yeah, dude, no, that's really honestly what I want to ask him is who hurt you? Because I I relate on a spiritual level to fall apart. And I love that song. And I'm just like, I'm like, who hurt you? Who told I, you that I you weren't this. enough? You're enough, Bob. You're enough. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're enough. But I, man, it is. Oof, I love that song. I feel on it. I, like I said, I feel it on a spiritual level. It's great sound to it. To me, the funniest thing about, like, his performances and stuff is, like, when he performs that song before he does it, he says, this goes out to the, that broke my heart. And then everybody in the crowd starts screaming, that. And if you can't (laughs) fill in the blanks, like, it's F that B word. But, like, everybody starts screaming that. And um, it's it's a good song. It's, It's emotional for sure. Um, if you don't listen to that song and like really get into it and cry a little bit, then, uh, you're not doing it right. No, it it definitely made me feel because I was like, man, there's a lot of times that definitely in prior relationships, I'm just like, man, I just, 
no matter what I do, I just feel like it's never enough. You can straight up be in a happy relationship and just listen to that song and just like call your ex and be like, why? Why would you do this to me? <laughs> I am enough. Bob, you're enough, okay? Th- thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. One of these days. <laughs> <laughs> My posty song of the week is going to be Feeling Whitney. Have you ever heard this one? Uh, No, actually. Which which album is this one off of? Uh, it's on Beer... Oh, it's from Stoney. Okay. That's why. Yeah, um, no. I'm going to play it for you later on. It's It's... So different, but well, you can't really say any of his music is alike. Well, like I so. said, well, he's oh, man, Post Malone has a very unique sound to him. Just like, okay, so it's kind of like, um, if I were to say Riff Raff's a Houston rapper, but yeah. I don't consider his music like Houston rap, yeah, compared to like Slim Thug and the Zero, Paul Wall, and them. Just like he's a DFW rapper, but he doesn't have that DFW sound, he has his yeah. own unique sound, which yeah. I love. And I it's think that, good. well, for this song, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's got lyrics. Okay. Like they, I think it, it tells a story. So that's kind of, kind of why I like it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got a good vibe to it. Um, it's kind of acoustic. So I don't know. You might like it. You might not, but I, I, I flow with the lyrics. That's what I, yeah. I like about it. Um, thank you for tuning in this Wednesday on wave of the planet with your boy, DJ big bopper and your girl, DJ share dangerous. We'll be back next Wednesday. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.